The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. It's time to get fired up. Fired Up is a show that delivers both business impact and social importance. Get ready to explore the connection between communications and human motivation. Our guests will share ideas on how to create higher returns on your communication investments by engaging the people who matter most. Our host, Gordon Rudo, CEO of Bonfire Communications, has bridged the communications gap from startups and nonprofits to the Fortune 500, from political leaders to celebrity CEOs. Get ready to be fired up with your master communicator, Gordon Rudo. Well, welcome to Fired Up. I want to uh, thank my producer for that fabulous introduction on this first show. Uh, I have a fabulous lead guest, uh, Dr. Beverly Kay, which we're going to talk to in just a couple minutes. But because this is my first show and you guys have not been introduced to Fired Up yet, I want to take a couple minutes and just explain what we're doing here, who the show is for, and why we think this might be valuable. We've been looking at an issue for about 15 years, and it's an issue that I care very deeply about and that I think many of my fellow communicators, uh, business leaders, folks in the organizational world, as well as in the marketing and branding and advertising world, we all care about. And it's based on a a worldview. And the worldview basically says that there is a tremendous amount of complexity in the world and that people are pretty overwhelmed, that there is... uh, tremendous amount of media being thrown at people every day. And just to give you a a sense of some data points, when you look at how much time people are watching television or listening to the radio or watching uh, things online, we are pretty much engrossed in media. As a 19 uh, or 2006 study shows us, 50% of our waking hours. So being thrown at about 16,000 logos, labels, and advertisements a day, engrossed half of our day in media, and we're swimming in this stuff. So as professional communicators, we need to understand the nature of communications and the nature of the people that we're trying to communicate to. Uh, It's also a world that is incredibly divisive, whether we're looking at geographies, cultural diversities, socioeconomic conditions, Uh, many of us in the communication world are causing this division. So what Fired Up is about, and what I'm going to spend, uh, it looks like 26 episodes, if Webmaster Radio continues to like us, we'll continue on. Uh, But for the first half a year here, we're going to explore what does it take to actually penetrate this saturated world, uh, connect with these human beings, and have them feel emotionally connected, inspired, passionate, because the fundamental inquiry here is uh, that we're all, wherever we're sitting in the communication space, fundamentally trying to get people to do stuff. And if we understand that in advertising, marketing, corporate communications, uh, organizational communications where I spend my time, are fundamentally 
trying to get people to do stuff, stuff that they may not want to do. Um, we have to really uh, dive in to the very nature of communications and the nature of these human beings. Uh, so we're going to be exploring this from uh, a lot of different sides. On our first show here, we have Dr. Beverly Kay, and uh, she has been a thought leader uh, in this field. Uh, I would mention a minute, how many years, but uh, I'll let her tell you that. And we're looking at that next week with uh, Dr. Donna Markova. So we have two doctors on our first couple of shows, and it's not going to be necessarily a Ph.D.-driven program for the 26 episodes, but we're very fortunate to have incredibly smart women who are going to explore this issue with us. And then on the third episode, we're going to have someone from the corporate communication space, one of the leaders in our field, a woman named Terry McKinsey uh, from Sun Microsystems. And all of us have been challenged by this issue, and, and Dr. Beverly Kay um, specifically around how do you get people to grow and develop? How do you help managers be effective at growing and developing their employees? Uh, so we're going to look at this in the first several episodes from an organizational perspective, and we're going to go further and further outside of those bounds to the marketing, advertising, and PR space over the first half a dozen or so. We are very lucky to have Beverly on. Are, are you here right now, Bev? I am. I am. Thank you for being here. I do want to say that Beverly is not only um, someone who has been a teacher for me, a personal mentor for me, but also, I'm very fortunate to say, a very, uh, very dear friend. And when we talk about her credentials here, she is the author uh, several years ago of a book called Up is Not the Only Way, which was a groundbreaking book in this field. Uh, Love Them or Lose Them, Getting Good, good People to Stay, uh, maybe one that you've heard about. She has been named the ASTD legend last year, which she can tell you about. And really, how do you engage employees? How do you help them understand their context, be effective, and be passionate about what they do? Um, it's been a part of her world, but I'll let her tell you. Um, so I'll just start by asking, how you doing today, Beth? I'm doing fine. I've got a smile on my face um, hearing your voice. And I think what you're after with this program is really exciting because I'm in great agreement with you. I think people are overwhelmed, especially in this tough economy. And all we're hearing is bad news. And it's time we turn the volume up on some good news and figure out a way to penetrate, you know, the wall of information that comes, surrounds us. So I like the way you described your um, your program. Thank and you. I'm glad to it be is a, a challenge that many of us are engaged in at, at a lot of different sides. Um, right. But let's spend time on your angle on this space. And let me just ask, as we go into this program called Fired Up, what, what fires you up? Why are you in this field? What brought you here? What is motivating you today? I won't go all the way back in my history, but I will say that um, I, I worked on a, a doctoral degree at UCLA a long time ago and picked the issue of organizational career development for my, uh, my thesis. And my thesis was done in something, for something called phenomenological research, which meant you study a phenomenon and you put theory to it. 
It was very hard for me. It took me a very long time. But it, I identified this, what, what are the phases or stages that an individual in an organization has to move through to actively manage their own career? And what, are the, what is the support that a manager has to give to that individual as that manager supports the growth of their career? And, that, and then what is the surround sound? What does the organization do as it builds the systems and the processes that support an individual's passion and career? So it continually fires me up because um, although I don't deliver directly very much anymore, I have a team of 30 phenomenal facilitators, um, um, uh, trainers, um, consultants that deliver around the world, we all get feedback saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And well, let we me, get let that, me jump okay. in, and if it's okay, we're going to take a short break here. And I'd love to dive in very specifically to this topic, Bev, and the 30 trainers, as you mentioned, helping managers find what's that nugget for people, that, that centerpiece of passion for people. And as we describe this media-saturated world of overwhelm and complexity, and uh, how do you do that? So if, okay. if you can dive into the specific Bev K point of view, your model, um, as soon as we come back from break. Stay tuned. Fired Up on WebmasterRadio.fm will return after this short break. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Jeez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts. Because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capability, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit taxbrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. Taxbrain.com, America's online tax service. 
wise master. I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on topnichenetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on topnichenetworks.com. Specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management, topnichenetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. Topnichenetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. Topnichenetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. It's time to start jamming and spamming again with the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of Cirque, SEO rock stars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're getting fired up only on webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's Gordon Rudo. So we're back with Bev K. And if you listened a couple minutes ago, we got a little history on Bev K and her organization, what fires her up about this world. And if you listened to the very beginning of the broadcast, setting up the inquiry of how do we, how do we tap into people's passion? How do we fire people up and, and get them to do stuff? Uh, that's the simple way of saying how do we engage people in organizations, in marketing and advertising, how do we get them to buy stuff, join stuff, join causes or missions. Um, but with Bev K, jump back in, Bev. We talked about your organization helping companies, and I'm familiar with uh, great clients of yours. You might want to mention right. our, our what is the model. Is Go ahead. Corporate is um, Corporate America, Fortune 1000. Um, larger companies, not that what I'm saying doesn't doesn't apply. It absolutely does to smaller companies, even three people companies. But our target has always been the larger ones. And I, I like Gordon. You said um, people are overwhelmed, and what struck me is that if I ever have a gift to give, it is one of simplicity. And I have learned that what I do best is I make the complex simple. In fact, the mantra of career systems is that everything we do is deceptively simple, deliberately flexible, and, um, and also decidedly um, business-focused. And, and we really, and the deceptively simple is, is very important because we want to give people a framework that makes this giant thing called your career, your future, um, be more um, describable and therefore more actionable. Right. So I like doing that. And uh, it took me a while to realize that that's my gift, make it simple. Well, well, say more about that. Simplicity is one piece, but in experiencing your work over several years now, there's also kind of models that you have and a point of view of, that you have. And if we look at the audience that listens to this show, um, people in the HR space, but even broader in, in the communication space, whether they be uh, communication professionals or even leaders that are responsible for communications as well as all of the other uh, right. aspects of their responsibilities, say more about uh, your model, and if you could briefly sum up your 30 years of work in this field into something that is tangible that people can walk away with, um, what would you suggest? 
Okay. So I'd say to all your listeners that for the individual, it's about understanding the five P's of career development. Each one of these start with a P. And the five P's are person, perspective, place, possibilities, and plan. And what we suggest is, number one, that you have to know what you bring to the table. What are your strengths? Um, What do you like to do the best? Um, What do you value? What are your interests? So that you can articulate those really, really clearly. Secondly, the second P is perspective. You better find out how others see you. You better find out if the way you see yourself is in sync with how others see you. And getting perspective is very important. The third P is place, and that means what's changing in the place where I work? How is my organization changing? How is my industry changing? How is my profession changing? And how does that mean I need to change? And then the fourth P is possibilities, and that means given all that investigation, what are three or four or five possibilities for me? The more I put my eggs in one basket, the more chance I have is having that basket develop a hole and uh, the eggs just drop out one by one. So my theme, which is up is not the only way, means you better set multiple possibilities for yourself. And the final P is plan, and that means once you've set those possibilities, you need to think of what are some concrete action steps I can take towards right. making my plan materialize. And so, Beth, so for uh, any age, for any, any profession, any, um, any industry, it's being able to think clearly about those five arenas that's critical. So say more, Bev, and if you could briefly give a description of, of these kinds of conversations need to happen, and they're not happening today. Right. And, and they're not happening nearly enough, and that's why companies are calling you from all over the place to help make them happen. Right. So what can we do to help organizations create a context to allow these conversations to happen? What's in the way, and, well, and what can we do to help get it out of the way? One thing in the way is that, and, and I totally get it, Managers say, this makes sense, but I don't have the time. I am overwhelmed as it is. There's so much on my plate. I'm doing more with less. I can't have that kind of conversation. I have no time. So one of the things we need to do is show the manager out there, the leader, the supervisor, that this doesn't have to take a lot of time. It really is almost recognizing when you see somebody loving their work, or not loving their work, and using that as a chance to have a brief conversation. It's being aware of um, what people are naturally good at and being aware when people are really struggling. So the time factor, we have to take the myth that it takes so much time away and show managers how they could kind of career coach in the moment. I think the the other thing that makes this really hard for people to grab onto is that um, I believe managers have the will but not the skill. Right. It's not like they wake up in the morning and say, I don't care about my people's future. 
They do. But if you are a task manager, uh, a technical manager, you are carrying not just managerial responsibilities, but you're carrying your technical responsibilities too. And you don't know how. So one of the things I think we do well is we teach managers simple how-tos so that, in fact, they gain the skill and they add that to their will and the conversation becomes easier. What I want to set up for our listeners is this issue of skill building. And if we have uh, the need, which we understand we do, to engage our organizations, and we understand today that now more than ever with the economic downturn, those who are left in organizations when 15 or 30% of their staff was cut and or organizations are changing, they're having to go in new directions or be more innovative, that there's more things that we're asking for. So when we come back from break, I'd like you to talk, Bev, a little bit more about engagement in even a broader sense. How do we engage people in these organizations at a time where we need to, yet we're describing managers with very little skill in some of these areas um, and needing to do this really fast um, in a highly changing world? So we're going to take a short break and come right back and talk about engagement in its broadest sense in a very specific set of takeaways as we start closing the show, leaving you with a handful of things that you can start doing. Stay tuned. Fired Up on WebmasterRadio.fm will return after this short break. When it comes to finding the right customers with the right keywords, all you have to remember is ABC Search. ABC Search is the world's largest privately held pay-per-click network, giving advertisers the best pay-per-click traffic with over 6 billion searches a month and industry-leading protection using ClickShield. Their patent-pending fraud identification software, you can trust ABC Search to deliver the best possible traffic. When thinking about PPC and publisher solutions, all you need to remember is ABC Search. Quality partners, quality search, abcsearch.com. FriendFinder. FriendFinder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're getting fired up. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's Gordon Rudo. 
So we are back with Dr. Beverly Kay. And thrilled to have you today, Bev. And uh, we have spoken so far, if you're just joining the show, around the issues of career development and engagement, talking about the manager-employee relationship, how do we get our organization to be more passionate and connected and alive and productive, talking about uh, the manager-employee relationship, and now we're going to expand out. As we talked about right before the break, Bev, you are an expert in employee engagement. You've been talking about this topic for a long time. It happens to be one of the hottest topics in business today. Um, With a few minutes left in this show, how would you describe the, the keys to engagement right now in these economic conditions? And then start giving folks some takeaways of what they can start doing uh, in their roles as communicators, as HR leaders, as business leaders? It's, an, you know, it, it's easy for me to now point out the link between career development and engagement because all of the research done by the major research companies, by Gallup, by Hewitt, by Towers Perrin, all point to career development, my work, my future, is a major driver of whether or not I'm engaged. If I feel my career is stalled, is going nowhere, even in these tough economic times, I become less engaged. And when I become less engaged, I do not put my discretionary effort into the job. And it's interesting to me that while development is a key driver Many organizations don't see it as strategically essential to them, um, uh, to their bottom line. And if they realized how important it was that they will get more productivity, more innovation, more creativity from their people, if in fact the career and the job the person has really matches their wants and desires. The other thing that's interesting to me is that when companies do surveys, climate surveys, etc., one of the five lowest um, scores on climate studies is my career. No one opens that discussion with me. So uh, the degree to which I'm engaged, to the, the degree to which I am turned on and tuned in and not just tucked in, is the degree to which I feel I'm learning and growing and changing in this organization and on my job. Learning, growing, and changing. And we see these surveys, and when we're talking about what's important to employees, we have this belief system that money is going to be the motivator. Yet, over and over, the surveys show us that challenge me in my job, and I'm going to be more engaged and productive. Right. So... As we start wrapping, Bev, uh, what are the half a dozen things that people can start doing if they're in these roles as communicators, as leaders, as HR managers? What can they do to engage in these conversations, find out what's passionate for people, and, uh, and do so in a limited time? Well, one thing I'd say for managers, um, any manager, any leader, anywhere, is um, is when is the time you usually ask your people, what can I do to keep you? <laughs> that, that question is asked usually in exit interviews, when people have one foot out the door. 
So one of the things we suggest in our book, Love Them or Lose Them, is that managers do a stay interview instead of exit interviews. And in fact, that stay interviews prevent exit interviews. So while I know the economy is pushing many organizations to downsize or right-size, some of them are capsizing, by the way, um, I think there are still um, individuals that the organization wants to keep. And while you're laying off, know that those keepers are also beginning to look around, and they're watching how the organization operates. And you need to let them know that their talent and, and, and their skill set is critical to your organization and you don't want to lose them. So you want to ask those people, what can I do to keep you? I know this is a tough time. What's important? And most managers are afraid to ask that question because the answer could be money, and they can't give more money. And I think the answer might be money, and then the manager has to say, what else? And if the manager is willing to ask the what else question, they will hear a number of things that they can do something about. I know this because our research told us this, um, and um, it continues to tell us this, that there are many things within the manager's control that can influence people to stay and influence people to give their discretionary effort to the job. So I think on the employee side, employees need to think the question, what really matters to me? What's essential? What about this job, you know, really has my passion? And what about this job makes me want to keep getting better at? Where's my learning edge? You've got to have those answers so you know how to say to others, this is what I want more of, or go after it yourself. And I think So on both sides, Beth, and this is a great segue into even next week's show, um, if I'm hearing you right, there is a question that needs to be asked, and for the manager to have the courage and the space and the presence to be in the inquiry with their employees, what can I do to keep you? And that question, what, do I, what can I do to keep you, is really diving into what are you passionate about? What's important yeah, what to you? What matters? And for the employee to be in that question, what really matters to me? What's important? What would have me stay? And I think it's true for employees, for managers, for most of the people listening to the show, it's hard to be in questions uh, and stay in those inquiries when we're so busy and uh, overwhelmed with so much information. So what I'd like to introduce is for next week's show uh, a, a quote from Donna Markova, going to be our next guest, and she says that the only real questions with power are the questions that you stay in. If you don't hold the question, it no longer has power. So being in the inquiry as a manager, what can I do to keep my employees, but asking them directly, asking the employees directly what is, what's going to get the passion out of you, what's important to you, and for the employee to stay in that question. So this is going to be a theme, I think, throughout our shows. What are these inquiries? What are these fundamental inquiries that we can ask and be in and stay in so that they have power and go directly to the audience? 
and the audience-centric point of view is going to be a theme because this is what I care about, what fires me up. We're not spending enough time listening to people, asking them the important questions, and getting real of what is going to be the issues, what are going to be the challenges, what are going to be the opportunities that are going to get you passionate, that are going to get you fired up, and that are going to bring me, as a manager or as an organization, the very best out of you. Any closing thoughts, Beverly? Well, I would say I adore the work Donna Markover's done, and I would tell your listening audience to um, to listen to her and then go out and get her books and put them in a special place in your library. I have her books. They're underlined. They're dog-eared, and you're right. She's a great follow-up to some of the things I'm saying. And uh, And I guess the last thing I'd say is that Maybe it, there really is a simplicity to this. And if through all your sessions, the people you interview can say, it's this simple, um, it's deceptively simple, because it also is this elegant and um, this filled with vitality. So um, I love your topic. I'm thrilled to be the first interviewee. And I think your listeners are going to really get a lot out of this. Well, it was great talking, Beverly. It's always great talking to you. I would like to promote your work in Career Systems International for those folks who are listening. And uh, like me, adore what you hear from Beverly Kay at www.careersystemsintlinternational.com. Uh, you can find out more about her and her work or read her books, Love Them or Lose Them. Uh, Love It, Don't Leave It, or Up Is Not the Only Way. There's a lot to learn from Beverly. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And as you heard, next week, Dr. Donna Markova. And excited to talk to her. Uh, Great conversation, Beverly. And we'll catch you all next week.